Welcome back to Ash and Snow, level two of Gatewalkers. Have you guys enjoyed the adventure so far? We suck. Yeah, we're not great at combat. We die a lot. I only hit the ground once. I don't think Vin hit the ground at all. I walked away with exactly two HP. Two. Yeah, Freya walked away with should have been dead. Yeah, she, yeah, I, you should. My wounded track is full. Yeah. So if somebody breathes on me a little too hard, that's it. It's okay. You're the reason why I'm like Mia is learning medicine. Actually learning right. medicine. Which it's all right. I I have encouraging words now, so I can tell you, hey, maybe stop dying and then you'll just feel better. Which I really enjoy because it it puts into the perspective that you all are people who have been thrust into a situation that you're not prepared for that is maybe bigger than yourselves, more expansive than you could possibly imagine. And coming out of it bloodied, bruised, but better for it, I think is a pretty solid direction for this kind of adventure. Like Farron's got a name, a description of a cryptid, and a thing that ties to the stuff we're looking into he's set for the next three weeks <laughs> all right three i'm weeks going down cryptid hunting just boys. three weeks that's all well, you get. if you don't find it by that point it's probably gone you got to find another cryptid to hunt it's frustrating sometimes you just go back to mothman as in, like your default state i do not envy Varen. i don't i don't want to hunt cryptids the rest of my life that sounds awful all of them are nice I'll make sure to throw the the sandpoint devil in at some point. They're a long way from there, but if he shows up here, he's getting hunted. We begin at the outskirts of the Wildwood, where our heroes are now bloodied, bruised, but alive in front of seven basalt arches. The real seven arches. With Bolin now defeated and the unicorn being freed from whatever ritual he was planning, they have been left with one name. Tanipo the Slim. How do you spell that? Was it Tanipo the Slim? Or... Tanipo. Tanipo. With a K. K-A-N-E-P-E-E. I have it in my nose. K-A-N-E-P-O. Tanipo. I was close. And I was way off when I... Close. Proud of myself. Weird shadow man. All I know is Freya is probably leaning on someone for support. Mia's just curled up underneath you, and you're just, I imagine you using her as a pillow, and she's just, eh. Yeah. Just, like, uh, full laying play. on the fox pillow. Baron likely gone a holster at this point. If we get jumped by more Tamagiris, you know what? For Asma said, it's our time. <laughs> it's our time. Collecting up Bolin's body, or at least some 
something that looks enough of his, something of his, that would be, hey, we obviously we've dealt with Bolin, we have this. Oh, we were just uh, dragging his body back. I mean, yeah, because when we left town, we weren't exactly... We could just... We were exactly wanted, probably. We were yeah. very, very wanted. Just not in the right term of the word. So what you're uh, hoping is we come back and be heroes? Question? More, hey, sorry, we caused a problem. We dealt with a guy trying to lead an insurrection to overthrow your town. Yeah. Please we let swear. us back into your town. I want a bed. Yeah. I want a bed and a hot meal. I'd like to see a doctor at some point. That would be real great. Yeah. Look, I, we have a, a name, this weird key thing we need to get. We know where the real arches are now. There's not a dying unicorn in the middle of them. Yeah, what was up with that? Some ritual thing, I think. Either way, I have a cork board I need to start making. Yeah, that's you need some string. Need a, a in. I have plenty of string. I just need space to set it up. That's why we need the inn. So you can set up your cork board, and I can just lie on a flat surface for about seven days until my body stops hurting. I'm sure there's at least some sort of metal practitioner in town that can assist you. The one can help. Oh, God, I must They're druids, to... aren't they? Yeah. Just looks at all of the holds from all of the acid in my clothes. Seeing like, ah. Yeah, they're druids. They should be able He could control them, see, the fibers seemingly. Perhaps they can repair them. Maybe when they're not on my body. Strangled by my scarf. They yeah, have a bandana. Snow. I'm not thinking about it. I don't properly have an issue with the bandana. It's, if it had been more of a problem, I could have just slipped a knife under and cut it. It's not thick meant to keep the wind out. Vin looks towards the party as they're having this discussion. It's like, we just, we're stuck in the middle of this situation and we just killed a man. What Not what good. are we what are we accomplishing right now? Supposedly it has something to do with the arches. He was doing some ritual that would have had them lost to us with ever this weird shadowy static was coming about so yeah i gave him the option to stand down he chose to die he could have stopped i don't know anybody with the amount of drugs we found on the man hard to say that he was in his right mind yeah and he was trying to bring about a curse that was worse than seven arches already had and that was so bad that elves couldn't live there he was going to die from his activities either way so yeah definitely putting a stop sound... to them in his death is a win it's i'm not unfortunately saying that like i want to wanted to kill him it was a time where it is either he is going to die or i was going to die and it was a coin flip at that point I, i'm not arguing about the necessity of self-defense i just ponder my placement in the middle of this incident. I don't know. Had you not been there, the unicorn wouldn't have been freed, and likely we would all be dead at his hand. It's fine. Instrumental in if, all of us being alive. If you're just willing to kill a unicorn, I feel like there's something wrong with you and that you need to do some soul searching. I don't know very much about unicorns, to be honest. I mean, I don't either, it's, but it looked... It looked half Technically, Faye, that categorically beasts, but they are fey in nature. It's a strange combination. Where are those drugs? Let's do drugs. Um, I, I have I some I would suggest we at least 
Flaily, if I could understand plenty, it's at least will numb the pain, but it wouldn't yeah. suggest taking some of the other. He had the uh, shiver. Unless Mia wants to go back to her barely lucid state and take down a spoonful of shiver. But maybe after a nap. I could really Painful use a nap. A and a shower. And a bath. That, and that was a joke, Mia. You don't want to get shiver. Everything. Can we go back now? My paws are tired. She just we can pause crunches her little toe beans at you. We can make our way back. It's a fair while's journey back to town itself. We may have to camp out for the night, depending on how tired everyone is feeling. Are we but done here? Do we have everything we need? We've gotten to the arches. The best bet at this point is to get back with our contacts and see what we can do from here. We found the real arches, the illusion magic at the first, so now that they're cleared out, we can... Go speak with Lemma and what's her name? Yeah, we can let the professor woman know about where these arches are so she can go study them. Then, as you say that, you start to search through Bolin's body. And yes, you find all kinds of illicit drugs that could do things to you all. There is one thing there that is missing the one thing that you were sent here to try to recover. The Shade Wither Key is not on Bolin's body. You guys look through this his stuff yet? Well, he mentioned beyond the drugs and other things he had the staff on him uh, yeah. a few odds and ends pieces to be picked up from the others. The spider might be able to harvest and met him from but I didn't see much else of use on him. But he's, she, shouldn't he have like a key of some sort? Lemma did say he stole it, but he does seem to be serving somebody. Maybe he gave the key to this Kenipo. That's my... Not a good he did say just kind of snaps. When I was attempting to keep him busy to figure things out and get him speaking, before he died he mentioned that he did give the key to Kenipo. That he had it now and it was out of our reach. Some sort of deal he must have made. This Kadipo fellow must have something to do with at least this area in general if he had sent Boland here to enact this curse and bring this odd darkness to the land. It has to have something to do with one another. So is our objective even complete? To the degree that it can be so far at this point, yes. I think beyond a chance to mend our wounds. I uh, think that, that is the most important and maybe when we get back to town we can see if anybody knows anything about this Kinipo. Because right now, we don't know anything other than it menaced Mia and her dreams. He did reveal a, lot a of like few this, things. Right? Yeah, just yes. like that. He did reveal some information in the combat itself. Not particularly useful information, but things that might lead to places we can look into. Folklore legends that might have some more truth to them than thought. Yeah. Should we do anything with the arches before we go? I don't think they're going anywhere, and they're much too large to carry. Well, I'm not saying we knock them down and carry them around. Do you want to attempt to walk through one and see what that does? Yep. Wiggles out from underneath your head. But tries to do it very gently so your head doesn't bonk onto the ground. If you feel that, I'll lift my head up so you can wiggle out and then just grab my pack and put it there instead. She just like 
big steppies over and then bumps into a bark arch or like a wall or something. Blinks. Oh. Right. You used to make curse. Oh, my eyes are going to be bad for days now. And then she just I'm keeps sure they'll walking. be fine enough after a rest. Eventually, you return to Seven Arches. Outside the gates are the Oak Stewards, but also Lima. The Oak Stewards initially seem prepared to take you down, but Lima interjects. No, no, no. I know them. I sent them away. And by the looks of it, I think that they have good news. Do you not? Depends on your definition of good news. Just reach into his coat and pull out that yellow mask bowl and hat on him. I believe this was a problem of yours that's no longer present. She takes it and then holds it to the other oak stewards. I told them you could get the job done. Now look, I know that there was a misunderstanding. I'm aware of that too. So I'm going to ask as a professional courtesy, can we forget that troublesome business? It was It's the equivalent of a prank, don't you think? Oak stewards look at each other. Yeah, all right. But just for this once, this doesn't give you a pass on other law-breaking you do in the city. Understood? It's like picking course, his nose we, as they're talking. We wouldn't have broken the law had we not needed to in the first place. I do apologize for that. And we promise we are not going to mention anything about the arches. What did we do the again? The arches are fine. They're fine. We drank stuff I... and did weird stuff in the woods. So you are aware of our deception. What deception? We know nothing of what you speak. Yeah, we know nothing. Your arches are fine. One of the oak stewards puts out his staff and parts your hair, Freya, seeing your elvish ears. I growl at him. This tiny little just personal space. Yeah, I don't think you're in a state to... We can all calm down a bit here. Bite his ankles. Don't do that. Do the thing where you keep a dog back with your leg. No. I have the small ones always the most aggressive. Spicy. So you are at the Seven Arches... But are not dead. I'm very alive, yes. So the curse has been lifted then. Yes, it appears so. Lima then interjects. And the key? That's something you may wish to discuss in. Just look around standing at the gate. Less public quarters? We don't have it on us, is the short story of it, but we can give more details, not standing about where anyone simply walking by might over here. Her brow furrows. What do you mean he doesn't have the key? And you don't have Colin, the key. You, you looked everywhere? On his person and the area around the arches, we did some brief investigation to see what was there. His associate didn't have it on him. Uh, when he was passing on to whatever place his dealings have sent him, he mentioned something about a sponsor of his that had been given the key and Here. particular name that may have come up. You'll need to tell me all about it. Of course. She escorts you to Vine Hall, and you recount your brief adventure, your harrowing tale. We leave out how much we almost died. Talk about how stupid that spider was. When she reaches Vine Hall, she says, Bolin had 
indeed corrupted a number of our order. I, I am glad that he is gone, but the larger issue remains. He was trying to bring back the curse, but, but expand it to kill more people? All braces, essentially. He rattled off a few, but I essentially think his goal was for the curse to affect all living things on the material plane. Yes. If the key to the Abnubilic curse is indeed the Shade Wither key, then it is of the utmost importance that it, that is recovered. He only gave you a name of someone who he handed it off to? Yes. Someone Being. is a strong word. Being yeah. is more appropriate. The name Knipo ring a bell. The Slim. The story? Yes. Yes. He was quite insistent that this was who he had given it to. Uh, no attempted subtlety of the sort. Uh, he either truly had gone mad and believed the story to be true, and someone is impersonating it for their benefit, or your boogeyman of lore is a bit less of a story and more of a folk tale based in truth. I'm sorry, I have trouble believing true. Even though this is a land of magic, there are certain creatures and things whose description and power are still beyond belief. Kinipo is one that has been around for centuries, and yet no one has ever seen or returned verifiable proof that it exists. If it's not Kinipo, it is somebody that he very much believed was Kinipo. Someone pretending to take this legend to use for their own gain, at least. We can't necessarily say either that no one has seen him. Mia has. Bolin was quite insistent that she was chosen by him. Not in the sense, I believe, that is similar to Bin's empowerment, but more of a I pick this one of sorts. Look, that this is our very cute fox girl. He can't have her. It just looks at you. She's we, just cute. Flat ears. We have a few clues to go off of already. It's tangential, and I have no evidence of it, but he was attempting to sacrifice a unicorn when we arrived, so I would assume that the Fae have something to do with it. He was claiming that this thin man... Kanipa the Slim was responsible for the Gorgas showing up. Uh, we were assaulted by a few Temagears when we were there. There was an odd magical disturbance in the area around where he was attempting this ritual. Darkness seemed to just be soaking in and taking the life out of the plant matter. The, the plants are still dead if you go out to the arches. The grass a good distance around is dead or in the process of dying. I believe it's slow to stop since the ritual has been ended, but there were odd bits of dark static in the air that leached life. That is all extremely troubling. And On the upside, it was able to be dispelled by Freya's magic. She was able to put a stop to it enough for us to get past and an end to it. But it's not in some out. Yes. Well, enough oddity has gone on that we cannot discount this. Unfortunately, 
know anything about Kanipo other than that he's the product of over-imaginative minstrels and farmers afraid of the dark. If there is any truth to this creature's existence, you will have to do more investigation into who he is and how to find him. I I can think of a couple places to start. Our library, the Quaking Stacks, is... You don't have to go there, Vin. I'll handle the book reading. <laughs> the stacks are quite a sight to behold, but books are not for you. That is to each their own. Though it is a very good repository of knowledge. There could be something there that might help you uncover a bit more to this. If the Gorgas are also attached to Kanipo, you might want to ask one of the latest victims of the Gorga attack. I can give you their information. His name is Papel. Most people call him Pa, though. He's one of our farmers. There's also been a recent attack where, unfortunately, the victim was not so lucky as to escape. Perhaps something at the scene of that attack might shed some light. And the place where all of this legend originates is fairly close at the Thinland Farms. Sounds well, like I'm... a tomorrow task, guys. Yeah. We are yeah. quite I would like... beat up. I would if you have any healing magic to offer, it would certainly be appreciated. Some of these wounds are going to be difficult to sleep off. Oh, absolutely. Please feel free to stay here for the night. We can offer you some of our healing magic to get you back on your feet. And then you can take off whenever you need to. I would, however, say that if this Kanipo is set on doing something worse than bringing back the curse. The time is of the essence to recover the key. Of course, I don't intend to be dragging feet on this. Uh, yeah. And the, the longer we late, the less information those that have been victim to them and the scene have for us. So, sooner the better. Exactly. With that, she bids you well and takes you to some dormitories within the Vine Hall. They are very comfortable. The beds are mossy and soft, and they each have a kind of unnatural light behind these little waterfalls that kind of sparkle bits of light all around the room, creating a nice watery effect throughout the whole place. It's comfortable and yet feels almost like you're outside in the forest. I feel very much it's a collapse into bed, kick off your boots, go to sleep kind of exhaustion. Yeah. Like not even fully out of your clothes. It's just boots are off, pack is down. I am horizontal. I am out. Yep, does a couple circles, pats down, and then just like flops Absolutely. Baron oddly doesn't, like, he takes the coat off, but he leaves 
most of his other clothes on going to bed. It feels weird sleeping on moss to him rather than like a straw or hay bed. <laughs> it's that uncomfortable kind of, this feels wet, but it isn't. <laughs> it's a waterbed. Something about moss and a fire monk does not sound like a good combination. Uh, Vin pulls out his bedroll, decides not to risk fire, hair, and moss. All right. He, like stares at the moss for a good 10 minutes and he's like about to ask the party about it. And then they're all asleep. Out, yep. out cold. Like I would, I'm going to venture to say that Mia sleeps so hard when she wakes up the next morning, she's a human. You ever, ever sleep ever slept so hard you transform? Say so <laughs> 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 <Stay> brave. <laughs> and it's full cocoon status, except it's a bed. Yep. 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 You all go to sleep, and it is that kind of deep sleep where it feels like you shouldn't have dreams that your body is heavier than stone, and yet you do have dreams. Some peaceful. Freya, though, you are having one of your familiar adventurous dreams with members of the Pathfinder Society escaping some kobolds who are chasing you through a derelict dungeon. But off to the side of your eye, every once in a while there is a hallway that extends out it's far from the path that you are supposed to be taking because you are following the heroes, Sioni, Valeros, as they need to get out as soon as possible. But down these hallways, you do not see several times. You see a man far down the hallway wearing a white mask and a fine coat. It has white fur and thick horns attached to it and he just keeps appearing standing there though not running beside you but there as though he's been standing there the entire time but just brief flashes and it's like we're almost running in a circle passing by these uh these hallways or is it like it's each subsequent hallway it's each subsequent hallway you are in the middle of your Adventure. You are swinging across vines. You are jumping across uh, crevasses and dodging hazards and traps and stuff. Every once in a while, throughout the duration of your dream, there will be a place where you're not going, and this man will be there. Oh, I think that maybe after the third or fourth time of seeing him and being very sure that the same person each time. There's a moment where Freya turns to the others and is, I think I saw something this way. Maybe there's a way out. Maybe we can put some distance between what these kobolds and us as I turn towards said hallway. And Fumbus just grabs your hand and lurches you away. As soon as you seem to have actually acknowledged his presence, he walks into a side hallway, and you don't see him for the rest of your dream. It's one of those moments where, you know, 
when I wake up, I'm immediately going to go to my journal and attempt to sketch out what I remember. Vin, you are in a darkness. You're standing, you have solid ground beneath your feet, but nothing around you has form or shape. Nothing is even reflecting around you. It is just a, a pitch blackness. And you hear a voice. Ben. Uh, uh, hello? You are weak. I, I know. If you fail again, I will take you over and see that the job is done. Okay. You understand the greatness of this, Finn. You will either get stronger or you will be replaced. Uh, okay. Your mission is proceeding as planned, though. So, good, good job, Vin. Do not congratulate yourself so easily yet. So, someone's got to. I will be the judge of that. I, I was always told I do better with positivity. You are able to wake up. Varen, you have that familiar dream of running around in a mountainous landscape, snowy with a cacophony behind you. But unlike that other time, there is no one else watching you. It is just you, but excellent dream of rainbows and gnomes and other foxes to play with. It's when you wake up. Hovering above you is something that was not there last time. On a small string is a stick figure. A literal stick figure. It is like a fox made of reeds and branches just dangling over you. Nope. Super no. Do not like. That is so creepy. Does it... Do, oh, okay. Question. Does it have three tails like she does? Or just... It's reminiscent of fox figure. It's reminiscent of a fox. Okay. Less creepy. Still creepy. On a scale of 1 to I'm about to poop my pants, I'm at a like a 10. <laughs> and you all wake up with various degrees of being refreshed the following morning, probably sore, but able to just take a day for yourselves. So do I actually like physically have this little fox thing? Yes, absolutely. It's it, an imagination. It is a physical object. Okay, because that's what she's gonna think at first. Like, she blink her eyes open, and everything's still really fuzzy, and then gets clear enough for her to see the sh figure of this little stick box. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And not even realizing that she's not a fox, like totally human form, just. Uh... Someone wake up. 
imagine you're just like hitting my leg and I'm kind of already sitting up like sketching this figure in my dream and I, I just like I look over maybe it's Mia having another nightmare uh, no Mia appears to be awake what's up I'm like I just shove this in your face where did this come from why is it here who put it here what I don't, I don't know you can ask one of the other does the shape or form mean anything to me? Besides that, it looks like a fox. Okay. Viren, Viren, you're, like, up to date on all the weird, creepy things. What does this mean? And she holds this little stick fox in your face. Ugh, what does it mean? Tell me. I'm scared. Looking over, Viren's not in his bed. He's not Baron. there. All right, my eyes are bad. Can Ebo get Baron? But like, Baron's not there, is he? Look over, and I see Baron is not there, and it's just like, huh? Let's crit. Like the snow boots are on his coat. Doesn't look to be laid out anywhere. It looks like he took it with him wherever he went, but he's not there. He took off his coat before he went to bed. Does Vin see his coat anywhere? Uh, no, he would have. If you're still in that same room, he would have taken it with him when he left. Doesn't look like he disappeared. Just looks like he got up before <laughs> everyone else. And... But, <laughs> but no, our brain like immediately like goes to you. He's, oh no, he's probably somewhere nearby. Yeah, I'm freaking out because I think this thing like kidnapped you or something. His, his shoes are are gone and his coat is gone. I, I think he just went for breakfast. Doesn't he strike you as an early riser? He strikes me as an early riser. Strikes me as someone who's a loner and needs a hug, like, all the time. I think we all need hugs all the time. Would you like a hug? Yes, please. He just offers hugs to everybody. <laughs> I had bad dreams. I had great dreams. There is. I had strange dreams. I wish I had a strange dream. Because waking up from a strange dream to something strange would have been a little more normal. But waking up from an awesome, sleepy dream and then that... Resting for the night does make my wounded go away, right? Yes, absolutely. Hey, get rid of that. Once you get fully healed and rest for 10 minutes, your wounded goes away. Sleep. You want to get some coffee? Oh, yeah, coffee does sound so good right now. A different kind of drug. Come on. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's the acceptable kind of drug. Categorically, yes. <laughs> It's in the drug column on Archives of Ethos. Blood Eye Coffee. I'm going to keep an eye Breakfast out for Varen as we look for a Coffee. McDonald's or something. <laughs> a Starbucks. So Varen through bakery. Galarian McDonald's. <laughs> so where uh, he is Varen as uh, he woke he up early? Gotten up early. These are druids. They know about animals. The connection in his mind. He's got a weird bird that lives in his arm. <laughs> that makes so sense. he's gonna. He would have gotten his chance to rest, woken up before everyone else, not bothered to wake anyone else up because they're sleeping and probably tired. And just gone out, found one of the druids who seems to work well with animals or has an animal companion with them, and started to just discuss and like, try to figure out about this bird and how it works, because it's obviously tied to him in some way, shape, or form, but he doesn't understand it 
at all or have any way to communicate with it. He just knows it can turn into a tattoo and come out of his arm and knows how to reload his gun with its beak that works as well as fingers, seemingly, and just tries to get more of a handle of, okay, I finally have someone that might know about this at all. Help. Sure. As you approach the druids and ask them about these things going on with this weird tattooed creature, they ask you probably many of the same questions that you have been asked before. Are you a sorcerer? Are you a witch? Don't you just have some kind of familiar ability? Not to my knowledge. I woke up and this was new to my understanding. It may have been there before to all I know. I forgot everything, but this felt new. That there was no recognition even in the deepest parts of my mind. Uh, it knew more about the weapon than I did. It's hard to describe, but no, I, I, at the time, I, I don't even believe it could fly, but it seems to be able to free itself, so I, I think it can. They look at it, and it looks like a raven. Would they? Stark white. Yes. Though there are many animals that gain a white hue in nature. It is rare, granted, but it happens. Have you named it? Not particularly. Again, I can't communicate with it. And from my companions, she has a serpent of sorts that she's named Jormungandr. Or maybe it was simply named Jormungandr and gave the name to her. I don't know. So... You have never given it your name. Have you tried to call out to it? Not particularly. It's... I haven't known how. It's a, to be frank, it's a bird living in my arm as a magical tattoo. I understand none of this. It simply just seems to be the way things are. It's true. Though, with any creature, be it a familiar an Eidolon, or just a normal house cat. Building a relationship with it is a critical part of being able to understand it. If you simply accept it as a part of your body, not talking with it as you wouldn't talk with a hand, you will no more understand it than you would understand each of your fingers. You would simply know that it's there. And I've studied those quite extensively. You have to know the scars and such in case you get again. But yes. besides the point of what you... I understand. This creature, whatever it is, however it came to be attached to you, has a personality. It is clear as day. It has a purpose. And it is attached to you. It is only natural that you try to commune with it and build a sense of trust build a relationship view it not as a pet view it as part of you treat it, like it like an equal well it does do the reloading for me so at the moment I still don't know how this thing actually opens up the bullets inside so without it I wouldn't be able to much do my job yes but be careful 
don't just view it as a tool. View it as a companion as well. We'll see if it wants to come out more often then. Typically, it's more than happy to stay below in the tattoo form, but perhaps it wants to fly about now and then. As you're having this conversation, you see the rest of your party coming down the stairs of Vinehall. Yep. He's not, like, yeah. trying to stay hidden or anything. It's a man in full winter clothes, very recognizable. <laughs> okay, good. You haven't been kidnapped. Mia runs yeah, up no, to I... you. It's just... What's this? Why was it above my bed? Esoteric war check? Coffee. I don't know if the druids... They have tea. Actually, quite good tea, in fact. Pretty sure we can find coffee... Yeah, somewhere out in town. It's got to be somewhere. Yep. Just turn to the druid and that I've been speaking with. I certainly appreciate it. It's pleasant conversation. I'll certainly have to give things a look into. Perhaps Freya can give me some insight with her serpent. What? I may stop by again with further questions. I've never seen it eat. Do they need to eat? That there was slightly a concern of mine for the first few weeks. It didn't seem to need to consume food. Mm-hmm. It just existed. Is that like a, a treat thing that they, they can eat, but they just do it as a treat? I'm sure that it might accept vittles of some kind. It's up for you to discover that. We'll see what it likes, then. But for now, pull himself up. I believe breakfast is in order, and then off to work. Mia will take a look at that while we're eating. I'll see what I can discern. Yes. Thank you. Might have been one of the younger druids just took a liking to your fox form and made an effigy, but I can look into it. I think it's just creepy that it was left in our room. Where I was... Oh, what? Like, creepy face guy did that. But did you see him again? Trust me. That's good. You would have known if I saw him again. I wouldn't... I, the whole world would have known. And Ben, do you seem rather quiet this morning? Besides the want of coffee. You ever grow up and had an imaginary friend? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, Sally. I did. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Again, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, the whole full life amnesia for this last six months and a few weeks. It gets to you sometimes. I understand it's hard to relate to. I'm, I'm still listening intently and wishing to know your story here. But I cannot compare it to anything I've experienced. Theoretically, you might have had an imaginary friend. Maybe. I could have. Maybe that's where the bird comes from. I don't know. <laughs> you ever, like... Sorry. Sorry, Varen. No, I forgot. It's, just... <laughs> it's not like I have a problem with it. I'm just making sure you understand. I don't. Never mind. Let's go get coffee. You can tell us about it on the way there. Frey and Mio will be able to have a more comprehensive yeah. idea of what you're speaking about. I can understand from context. Because someone left this little stick fox. Mia is spending the day in her dot fox form because she's freaked mm. out. She wanted to hold a hand. No, but she looks extra freaked out. Mia spends mm. majority of her time in her fox form because mm. it makes dealing with the world easier because most people just leave her alone because they're like, oh, just a fox, whatever. So as a person, she feels like she has to interact. So she's just like walking around all wide eyed like, what is even happening right now? I'm probably walking into a lot of like doors and chairs. She's, she's not. Her eyes are bad. 
That's another reason why Freya will, after watching you walk into the fourth table, will be like, come on, come on. Okay, fine. Um, make sure you don't run into any more tables or pedestrians. The Riverlands are a diverse land of trade, and you are able to find a Kalish merchant who is selling coffee out of a heated sand contraption, putting the coffee and the water into just a, a vat of sand. You see it starting to boil, and then he pours it into cups, selling it for five silver pieces. That feels like highway robbery, but Freya will hand over the silver. All right, give me a fortitude saving throw. Actual mechanics profit. Yep. That's fantastic. That's, That's real strong. <laughs> Just a normal coffee. You know, poisonous cup. Just kidding. I want poisonous cup. I will drink my monster equivalent in coffee. Jesus. Okay. Is Categorically, it is a poison. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have stuff that gives you bonuses to poison, it technically gives you a bonus against coffee? I don't believe I have anything that gives me bonuses against poison. I think the only one that would at this stage is alchemists. Because they've drank enough poison in their life already. There's a nine to save against coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I want to save against this? I'm involuntarily ingesting it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, me against a cup. You drink the coffee, but have no positive effects from it. Ooh. I would it's, also it's... like to roll against coffee for five silver pieces. I would also <laughs> like to roll against. Okay, it's it's that first cup of the day where it just gets you back to the left. It's the obvious uh, first time having anything like this. So she smells it, and it's just, and you just drink it, just like normal. Yeah. It's not normal colored. This isn't liquid. It shouldn't be this colored. Sixteen against coffee. All right, you reach stage one. Actually, if you save, you would have no effects. Yeah, right. If you fail, that's when you get the if effects. You okay, so Freya, I should have yeah. said, you get a plus one item bonus to AC and saves to which you are taking penalties caused by the fatigue condition for the next 10 minutes. So uh, it still Vin, does nothing to you because you're not fatigued. Then <laughs> <laughs> yep. you feel great and... Mia, you also have that item bonus for f the fatigue condition. Mia's tail is just, like, flicking around everywhere. Like, she is overly hyper. Like, yeah, let's go do stuff. Let's go ask things. Like, hey, what about this? Have we figured this out? Do we know what this is? Do you think there's a book for this? Can I go look at a book? There's a library. Varen has, after Whoa. everyone's getting coffee, Varen has returned. Like, just after the last person has gotten coffee from the next stall over, where he spent probably the same amount of time as all three of you getting an order and having coffee made, trying to grab an ice cream cone from a man flicking it about. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's got good hands. I've got to give it to him. He had me going for a while, and then I got aggravated and nearly reached for the gun. <laughs> I paid money for it. I wanted it. Seen this YouTube video before. Now. The soothing no, toddy, the egg cream fizz, mm -hmm. dream time tea, scholars drop. 
Are these you know, all there's... in the poison category, or are they in the drug category, or both? They're consumables. Mm -hmm. There's a chocolate egg cream fizz. Ooh. It's level five. Kids don't have chocolate. The blood eye coffee. The blood eye coffee is a level zero item, so you can have that whenever you want. How much does a barrel cost? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a cup is five silver. I don't buy my plus one weapon. I could probably afford a barrel. <laughs> you, you walk into a soda bar in Galarian and drop the cost of a house on one drink. <laughs> it's a level five item that's 30 gold. So what is the party's plan yeah, so, for today? So as Vin takes this drink, kind of perks up a little bit. Yeah, the uh, almost a lighter as his fire hair gets a little brighter. So, what is our plan? I feel like we're we we've done what we are obligated to do. Yes and no. The, there's still the issue of we need to investigate the arches, and without the key, we can't properly do that. So we need to get the key. I saw and... paying attention after yes. So Baron agrees with me. We have done our obligation. I'm going to go speak with Papel and see if I can't find any information about that Golka attack. That seems like a good enough place to start. I'm good enough with getting people to spill stories. Is that in the city? Or do we have to leave the city for that? There's a farmer, so I would assume it's nearby at the very least, perhaps outside the walls, but... If we're going to leave the city, I think we should all do it at the same time. And I imagine there's a few things that we want to all pick up. We did get a little bit of money from that. We sell some of this gear that we got off of Dolan. And honestly, probably our best bet is the stacks. We uh, can silver get and any gold. information. Well, yeah. I mean, our best bet, like, for any information is this. I you know. Was, so the stacks is a good default for us. That was my plan after speaking with individuals. I'd rather have the memories fresh in their mind. So y'all are c committing to doing something today? How about yes. next week? My schedule opens up in a couple days. I was going to go eat a banana for two days straight. An awful long time to spend eating a single banana. The big banana. <laughs> Regret I... saying that out loud. <laughs> it's there now. It's there. It exists in the universe. Um, and again, it's just... I'm going to try to get my weapon improved. I, I definitely, if we're going to be fighting Faye, I would very much like to um, be able to deal with them. In I would suggest if manner. you have any means to, Silver and Colt did seem to have a fairly, while it was simple enough, More they than... might be able to get you with simply a cold iron dagger of some sort. For dealing with a fae, it's certainly going to be useful. Yeah. At the very least, yeah. if they don't want to stay down, those tend to work. Yeah, there's that. And then yeah, get equipment. I probably should train and yeah, research anything in the stacks. That's going to be my plan, I think, before asking anybody. Just because if we do have to leave the town, I think we should all be in together just in case we encounter anything on the road. It seems fair. I don't think there'll be much. I want to go to we'll the be seeing less... bar thing that the lady was about that would be the 
same location I was looking at, where Papel was last seen. Uh, the origin point, that definitely we should go together. Wherever this legend originated, that... I'd say okay. that's last stop after we've gathered some more information. <laughs> I don't necessarily want to be there at night, though. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna throw that, that out there. Yes, that's a good idea. Or yeah. day drinking. <laughs> you do drive a very hard bargain. I mean, maybe we would take a little day. You're welcome to. I've more than enough to keep me busy here in town for a day. You all no like to go about your business. I can look into things. Or, Baron, hear me out. Flaley. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going to be going to speak with Papel now. <laughs> As our heroes venture off to find out who Kneepo the Slim is, will they be successful in their task? What is it that was communicating with Vin? And what insidious plan is there with the key to the Seven Arches? Find out next time on Ocean Snow. Maybe we'll also find out why my eyes are so itchy. Allergies. <laughs> Ash and Snow uses trademarks and copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Ash and Snow is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo's Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Ash and Snow is published through Skullstone Entertainment, LLC. Copyright 2023.